Hello, how are you doing? I am very good, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, not too bad at all. I got a message on Instagram last week from one of our regular listeners saying, when's the next episode coming out? No way. I was like, oh, I feel like we've made it. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually got a following who are interested in when we release podcasts, that is, which what blows is my mind. I don't get what's happening. No, I'll tell you something else that blows my mind. <laughs> so we've I've updated you previously on where we've got listeners because yeah. Anchor, who host our podcast, provide certain analytics. So uh, UK, we've got like 88% of our listeners are in the UK. That's it to be expected, I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, but we also have listeners in USA, Sweden, Germany, Chile, Costa Rica, Hungary, Belgium, Hong Kong, <laughs> Mexico, and this one popped up today, Kenya. Wow. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's unbelievable. We've got not only people who listen all over the world, but people who listen and then listen again. All over the world. It's just insane. Yes, thank you. I mean, obviously, thank you to everyone who has listened. Absolutely. Uh, we thought we'd just really be talking to ourselves. But the fact that people come back for more is just mind-blowing for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but fantastic. I, 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 I have no idea why. It's not like, it's not like we promote it massively. No, it's only an Instagram, yeah. uh, an Instagram post, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. There's no budget. There's no advertising. No, it's just two old men sitting in the sitting in their houses oh, chatting. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're older. Right. Than, you're older. One than old you. man and one one man who's three months younger than the old man. <laughs> A woman that looks ten years older than that man. <laughs> So that's where we are. That's where we are. That's incredible. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you, the rest of the world, for um, listening. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Uh, absolutely. We've been mentioning vegan campout in just about every uh, every episode so far because probably because we're, we're so excited that we are actually going. Yeah. One of the things that we talked about in the last episode with Hannah was people moaning about the fact that camp out is going to be at Stanford hall and it's yeah. not a vegan site. And after the episode, while I was ed- editing it and cause you, I, you know, you have to go through it like three or four or five times to make sure you've got all the ums and ahs and everything else. So I heard it a lot. And so I was thinking about it a lot and it reminded me a bit of like when we were young, you and I, and you'd find a band that had just released like their first single or they were just about to release their first album. Yeah. And you had some of those bands had really dedicated fans who would go and see them at all these tiny little venues when they're playing to like five people and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then when that band suddenly became famous, got on radio one, were selling out arenas and stuff like that. These dedicated fans were all of a sudden oh no they've changed they've sold out it's not yeah yeah yeah. and i kind of feel this is the same sort of thing with maybe yeah sort of level five vegans saying oh no you no that's not the way to do it yeah it's kind of like that bit of i was there before you kind of thing i was there first and it's not as good as it used to be 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of that on social media as well, isn't there? There's mm. a lot of, you know, it's, it's still all that one-upmanship stuff, but I don't know, it's just, it's, oh, it's, I don't know what they're trying to prove. I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. I was talking to another guy at work last night. He was, he was saying that it's some of his family have watched Spirity. Oh, yeah. And he was, he was saying, um, apparently they've, they've, they've said, no, I'm never going to eat fish again. I was like, well, no, you wouldn't after watching that. I don't see no. how anybody could ever eat, you know, no. the, the biggest seafood fan, if they watched that film, how they would come out of it and go, yeah, I'll carry on eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, go for fish and chips. Have you watched any? He went, no, I can't do it. I'm, it scares me a bit. I said, what do you mean it scares you? What's the worst? That, what's the worst that's going to happen? You, you'll stop eating fish. And he went, yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's it. The point. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, that's the trouble that people. That's how twisted it is that people know it's going to put them off eating yeah. stuff, and then. So they don't watch it. You think, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Just, oh. Yeah. You know, like before, so before I watched Cowspiracy, I didn't I didn't think like that. I didn't really, I hadn't really processed, I don't think, um, why or what, what happened to get to mm. the food part. I don't think I really thought about it, really. I just always thought I didn't really care. You know, when, 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 Michelle used to talk about it. I just used to thought, I'm not bothered. Just, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it enough. And then when it was presented in front of me, I went, oh, hang on. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That, now, that, now I get it. Yeah. Even Michelle used to tell me stuff and I didn't really listen, but that might just be because I'm married to her. I don't know. <laughs> just one of the many things that you, you don't <laughs> listen to. Our guest today also hosts a podcast oh okay which he's been doing for about four years i think so i'm going to try and plug him for information on one how you keep going for four years and two well and two how do you build your how do you build your audience yeah and that's we're we're not struggling there we're global If you want to get involved, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And if you want to email us, get in touch at howivegan.podcast at gmail.com. Our guest today, it's a new one for us because it's someone neither of us have met in real life. I've been stalking him on TikTok and Instagram for the past few weeks, and uh, he actually volunteered to come on the podcast, which uh, is uh, amazing, and has just admitted to us that he's listened to previous episodes, which is even more amazing. He's uh, a, a, a fellow podcaster, and I mean, it's a football-based, or if you're one of our USA listeners, soccer-based. He's uh, one of the hosts of the Spurs News podcast, which um, I listened to two and a half episodes of, even though I'm an Everton fan. It was very, very difficult to listen. Our guest today is Matt. Thank you. Do you know, it's quite funny with, with the podcast because the, the guy I do it with, Sam, a Bristolian chap. And when I started my vegan journey, as probably a lot of people do, they're very, very enthusiastic about it. And I want to tell the world how fantastic I feel. And he was the first person who kind of really made me realise that 
just don't mention it to there's some people you just don't mention it to he took it really badly you know really kind of really it was it was aggression you know it was like oh now you're going to start telling me that I'm eating badly and and I I literally started the conversation by saying I've, I've discovered this I mean and I'll go on to it obviously because to start with I just saw it as a diet you know but I kind of wanted to tell everyone how fantastic it was and I thought that I'd get the love back but no no that's not how it works it's, it's quite a rude awakening isn't it, it really is. <laughs> when you get that yeah. so I don't mention it to him at all we just talk purely football yes wow. yes so tell us about the Spurs podcast then, Spurs News podcast. Sorry, how did that come about? Yeah, so I'm, I'm an admin on, a, on our Facebook page. It's quite, quite a good page. Actually. It's got about 80,000 followers. So it's kind of built up a good following. And about three or four years ago, I think it was before one of the World Cups, we just thought, how can we kind of grow, grow the, the, the Spurs News brand? And Sam just suggested a podcast and me being someone who just loves talking, loves hearing my own voice. <laughs> I was like, yep, I'm all up for that, mate. And it is quite funny because I listen back to some of the earlier ones and I cringe. And I think the thing that, and, and do you know what? I'll even probably listen back to this one and realise I'm doing it without even realising. It's the you knows. I can't cut out the you knows. And I think every third or fourth word was you know to start with, you know. But there you go. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> as, it, as, as, it's, um, as it's kind of progressed over the years, We've we've built up. I think we've got about a thousand people listen now, and wow, you know, from what I know, you mentioned to to people who are listening on in England, you know, with it being soccer, we get people from everywhere, you know, from South Africa to America and Brazil and you know the other side of the world as well. So from the Far East, so yeah, we've got a, a decent following, and we we even had somebody because we we missed a week. Uh, I think either Sam or I was unwell and we had someone complain and said that they were flying home from their holiday and they planned to listen to our podcast on the flight home and I was really disappointed and I was like <laughs> you actually plan to listen to me talk for an hour on your flight home that was that was your plan for the for the flight and I was like wow <laughs> Each to their it's own, amazing guess. isn't it so a thousand listeners and 80,000 on your Facebook page that's phenomenal yeah, it's Is that huge. Just, for the, just the two of you running that no there's there's four of us that run it and I actually joined it because they they put a kind of an advert out on Facebook and I, I followed the, the page anyway. And at the time I was a stay at home dad and uh, had plenty of time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like nowadays, but in them <laughs> days, wow. I, I can't back to them days when all I had to do was just feed my daughter and sit in a high chair and then I could just watch mm -hmm. television all day, you know, which was fantastic. They said, oh, we need someone else to to be on the on the page as an admin. And basically I just run the the, the website. So spursnews.co.uk. I just put a news story on there. And I remember saying to him, like, what kind of content do you want for the for the website? And he's like, literally, as long as it's anything related to Spurs, <laughs> put it on there. Because I didn't realize at the time it's just he wants content on there because it then gets you up on the you know the google search and things like that so yeah. i'll just find any story and post it on there but we've got so i'm probably the closest i mean i'm a season ticket holder at spurs so like i'm the i'm the closest here but sam like i said is in bristol and then you've got laura who lives in bournemouth and dan who lives all the way up in beverly and i actually went to see him oh, in we, yorkshire we yeah, we played Middlesbrough yeah. a couple of years back in the FA Cup. So I, I went up there and stayed with him and his, his fiance. And uh, so I met him. I haven't met the other two, you know. But yeah, so it's been running for a few years. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just grown and grown. And it's quite funny because you'll get occasionally a, like a direct message. And we've been getting quite a few recently, actually. And people believe that we're the actual uh, official page. 
and oh. so people will contact us and like for example this guy the other day contacted us and he said oh, I'm from Kenya he said I'm 14 years old and I'd love to to be a professional football player can, can can you give me a trial you know and we've got to the point now where I know it's really mean but we'll say you know we'll get back to you yeah. you know just let me speak to the coach <laughs> let me speak to Antonio Conte and we'll get back to you <laughs> Because like, they, they just don't believe you when you say you're not part of the team, you know? Wow. <laughs> but it's brilliant. And, and I think probably because it has grown, and they probably see that there's so many followers, that, that gives it a bit of great. I mean, don't get me wrong, the actual official page has got millions of followers, isn't it? But it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's fairly substantial, I think. You mentioned you're a season ticket holder. How does the, uh, the Tottenham, how does the new stadium, sorry, how does that cater for vegans? Does it you know cater what? for vegans? Well, do you know what they they they've got um quite a good plant-based range actually there and i don't know if you remember being a football fan because i know it made uh quite big news at the time but when we played chelsea they had a completely um what's the say you know when it's, it's zero um emit- oh, zero, carbon neutral carbon neutral game yeah so the entire menu was was vegan and honestly the amount of people that kicked off on social media, I just want to have my meat pie. I want to meet you. Know, it, it caused outrage. You can't you know, go two hours without a meat pie. Just because on. they dared, like, just have a, a you know a plant based menu for for one game. You know. Oh my god! But there was loads oh, of stuff. Yeah, they sometimes, sometimes I just wonder what why tell them. Yeah, yeah. Just don't tell <laughs> them. <yeah. laughs> what what harm can come from it? No, completely. Do you know what that reminds me of? I don't know if if you if you guys have got one near you, but there's a a vegan burger joint called ready burger i don't know if you've heard of it mm-hmm. but they they they're complete and utter rip off of mcdonald's and shamelessly so like you know everything looks the same the big mac looks exactly the same but there's one near where i work because I, I work in central london and they are, they've got in very very small letters at the bottom we're plant-based right you, if you didn't if you didn't look properly you wouldn't see it really? and i genuinely think they're going for that angle that if people don't know because what well, why tell them <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I wonder how many people eat it and then realise afterwards and think, oh, oh yeah, all right, that was that was all right. <laughs> that was all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, one of my, one of my work colleagues just text text us there. He's got a, he's got an electric car. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. You take me out in your electric car. I'll take you for a V-Rev. Yeah. <laughs> I'll treat you to a V-Rev burglary with like your arm. Oh, quality. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good. I like that. So one of the other things that I mentioned was TikTok, Matt, and you've got a fairly healthy TikTok following and you've been documenting your virtual run from Land's End to John O'Groats over the course of the year, which you're, what is it, 300 and something miles now? It, it, yeah, I'm way behind schedule. I need to oh, really? catch up somewhere. <laughs> so, so at the... I wanted to, at the beginning of the year, I wanted to set myself a challenge because um, I've been running since October 2020. So it's coming up to a couple of years. And last year was very much the Manchester Marathon. That was what I was kind of gearing up for. I did a lot of training for that. And so this year I thought, right, I need something to challenge me. I don't want to kind of let it fall off, you know, my running. So originally I was going to download one of those apps where you can kind of run the Lanzard John O'Groats. You know, it tracks it basically. 
but they charge quite a lot of money for those apps. It's not oh, a free really? app, which is fair enough because you know you're you're getting a lot of content for that app. So I, I just thought, actually. do you know what? Let's 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 create my own one. And um, so I kind of googled this. I found this route. Uh, it was a cycle route, I think. But but they basically had like thirteen or fourteen stops, and it's all kind of fairly well known towns. So I thought well, that would be a good way of kind of marking it, and people can see where I am. So. Yeah, I, originally it was going to just be my, my, my running. And I mean, I, my, my actual name is it is vegan underscore runner underscore. So I kind of obviously wanted to mention that I'm vegan as well. But I found, and you put, you've probably seen this, Matt, is um, with TikTok, the algorithm works. The more the more people that comment, the more kind of TikTok thinks, let's give other people that video. So mm. my goal is to attract lots of trolls because the more trolls <laughs> I get, <laughs> the more hopefully my videos get viewed. And oh, I guess yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and I guess yeah, there's yeah. nothing Clever. like putting a, 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 a vegan post for, for attracting the trolls, you know? So it seems yes. to have worked. But luckily, I, I kind of struck gold with one of them. And it really, I mean, thinking about it, I would never have thought that it would have got as big as it had done. But I just put a, a video of a, of a pig, and I think he's called Pickle, and he's... He's, he seems like he's a pet and the, the owners kind of called him over and given him a belly rub and it looks really, really cute. And then at the top of the, the TikTok video, I just said, um, there's no need, something like there's no need to eat um, uh, meat to live a perfectly healthy lifestyle. And it just blew up, absolutely blew up. And as a time of talking, I think I'm on about 820,000 views for this video, <laughs> which is wow. insane, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely insane wow you know there's what there's, for me it doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason why this video has blew up but it has you know and, and, and off the, yeah i mean off the back of that I, I managed to get myself a couple of thousand view uh, uh followers and obviously all the views and i've you know I, I, some of them i put on there like i, I put one on a, a couple of comedy ones that hit over a hundred thousand but that's been the one that's really helped me kind of blow the account yeah. up you know so it's wow. fantastic yeah so how do you deal with the trolls? Because, I mean, I'm fortunate that my social media followings are so small that no one actually notices <laughs> that I'm here. So <laughs> it's not a problem for me. But but I know there's there's plenty of people who do get some really, really horrible stuff. So how, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, for me, they, I think they think that, I mean, like like, uh, I, like I'll say, you know, if, I know, I know you've got a few questions for me and, and I spent the vast majority of my life being a meat eater you know eating meat for breakfast lunch and dinner every every meal yep. you know I'd even think twice and I think a lot of the trolls think that by putting an emoji of a bacon joint or a chicken will be really that'll really upset him that really upset him. let's do that <laughs> Let, let's let's yeah. let's just let's put the words let's put the word bacon and then like a, a bacon emoji and that's going to really hurt him I'll cut you know I'm going to really strike at the heart with that with that uh that comment and it really really doesn't, doesn't make any difference to me but but all i'll do is i i try to be at, at the beginning i was very much like they're attacking i'll attack back but but now i'll just i'll someone will put i'll never go vegan or or, or something along those lines and i'll just put why 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 won't you and, and just ask them you know and, and sometimes they reply sometimes they've, they've made their comment and they'll you know they don't mm. want to interact they just wanted to say something nasty but I, I'm, I find that I do get responses and I'll tell you what there was there's one guy that was he was one of my regular trolls so if I put a video on there, there lo and behold he'd put a comment on and I and he, he made one comment on one video and I, and I think I replied with oh look my favorite trolls back and then we just started chatting right and then 
I said, do you know what? Add, add me and I'll add you because you can on TikTok, if you add each other as friends and you can talk, you can direct message each other. So yeah. I direct, so he direct messaged me. He said, oh, I've got some, I've got some news. It's bad news for me, but good news for you. He said, my daughter's become vegan. So I was like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> so I said, this is brilliant, right? But then I said, I said, how, how about, what about you? He said, never, never, never. So, so I said, right, okay. If your daughter is, how about if you try it for a week? So we've had these conversations back and forth and he's really, really softened to the point now where on TikTok, if some, if I get a troll, he defends me. Wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he actually, def- I've got, I've got someone, I've got an ally. I've made an ally, you know, so it's brilliant. But um, he, he said he's going to give this, because I always say, give it like a seven day trial. Just give it a seven day trial. See how you feel after seven days. And that's what he's done. I've left him with that. So I'm waiting to see what he says back. But Fantastic. I, I just find now that, that just interacting and not trying to fight fire with fire and just kind of being like, you know, why? Why are you saying that? You know, why do you feel that? And just seeing what they say. And like I say, sometimes you get you get a comment back and it seems to st- strike a chord of him, you know? Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, it, hopefully it'll be all right and he won't die of protein deficiency or <laughs> find, find himself stranded on a desert island with just a pig for company. <laughs> yeah, do you know, there's so many. There was, honestly, like there's, there's like a, there's a, it's probably five, five comments that just get rehashed and it's yep. always the same ones every single time, just yep. slightly different, 100%. you know. But yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It really is. So, um, well, let's just go straight into it then. What's your vegan story? Tell us all about it. Yeah, so I kind of touched on it. So probably last early last year, uh, thinking about it, um, I, I mean, if you if someone had said to me like, like say January February last year, if someone had said right, go fast forward a year and a half, you're going to be vegan. I, I genuinely spout anything that I was drinking. Like never in cat in hell's chance am I ever going to become vegan. I'm not interested. Like I love my steak, I love like my fried chicken, all that kind of stuff, you know, but probably what what changed things was a year before that so um around about april 2019 my, my wife was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer um luckily they kind of caught it uh, a couple of months before it spread anywhere further than just her breast so luckily they were able to remove it you know she had a mastectomy and everything and they, they kind of removed everything so she's in remission now but she's kind of had this like I guess you would like you know if you've come that close Mm. she's had this fear of it coming back so she's obviously been looking up and researching uh, different ways of kind of 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 stopping it coming back you know and and there's there's a lot on YouTube I mean I guess you guys are familiar with Dr Gregor like he's quite uh, he's a plant-based food advocate you know and there's a a few other guys that that, uh, she's sort of looked up as well but and this is where I'm going to do a little bit of embellishing, okay? I hope you don't mind. <laughs> I've actually, do you know what? I've actually written it down because I want, I want to make this, even though I'm going to embellish it, right? this is kind of how I like to imagine it happened, okay? So, so it was one Saturday evening in May last year and uh, my wife and I sitting in front of the television, okay? She turns to me with a remote control in her hand, right? Okay. And she says, right, think, oh, think the Netflix and don't think the Matrix here, okay? She says... I can put on a crime documentary, the story ends up, the story ends, and you wake up tomorrow and believe whatever you want to believe. Or we watch the game changers and you enter Wonderland to see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Now I did not want wow. I did not want to take that red pill. <laughs> and genuinely I didn't. I didn't want to because I don't I don't want to. You know, I I like I don't want to 
be told something that's going to be uncomfortable for me and, and it's going to change my way of life. So I'm not interested. But in the end, I thought, Do you know what? Let's take it. Let's just let's dive in. So we watched that um, Game Changers. And then after that, we watched What the Health. So we watched those two documentaries in once. And I swear, I that was the day, the last yeah. day I ever <laughs> consumed any meat or dairy, intentionally anyway. <laughs> that was the day. That's- yeah, yeah, that's basically the same as us, isn't it? Was uh, yeah. except it was cowspiracy and what the health. I said what the health, yeah. Same sort of thing. Oh, haven't you? Okay. So for yeah. me, it was cowspiracy, then what the health, and that was it. Bang. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, what what the health? Obviously, it's it, as, you, as you guys know, it's it's based in the US, but it, it, it's it's just in it. <laughs> See, I, I, you always feel like you're going down that conspiracy rabbit hole, don't you? You know, oh, we, we, mm. we're being fooled and everything. But it, but it, but it really is, you know, you, you, yeah. it, it is taking that red pill, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I genuinely, since, since that day, I feel like I've just, I, I can't see the world the same way I did before. That. Yeah. And, and it just get and, and it feels like the rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper every day. I used to have this thing that um, if, you could be cynical about any statistic that's put out there. I always felt that. And I was watching Cowspiracy, and there was one there was one thing in there, it was something about like the amount of water it takes to produce a burger or a steak, whatever it was. I think it was something you can um, correct me if I'm wrong, it was something like six thousand gallons of water to produce a, a burger or a steak. And I thought that's a lot of water. <laughs> Is it really that much? And then I thought, let's let's bring it back. Maybe it's six hundred, or maybe it's sixty, or maybe it's even six. But if it, even if it was six gallons of water, there's still a lot of bloody water for a steak. Yeah. But if it is six thousand, then that's just mental. Yeah. And yeah. we've got we've got a water shortage, and we have hose pans <laughs> and all these other things. And you think, or oh, we could just stop eating meat and we'll have the water back it just blows my mind see that's that's what you're you're saying about you know i I think most people have got really good intentions i mean my sister-in-law for example you know she collects crisp packets uh empty crisp packets to recycle them and like when we go away we we uh we haven't didn't do it this year but we occasionally go to Southwold, like you know so so my wife and i her parents and her 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 sisters and their, their their family as well and they'll go and pick litter in in the um in the evenings which is fantastic it's really good don't get me wrong i'm not i don't want to criticize that it's really good but it like you said it pales into utter insignificance compared to going on a vegan like having a vegan diet doesn't it yeah and and, and and i know the intention's good but you think you've done that you collect all those crisp packets or you've you know you've you've Done, done what you need to do but then you're going to tuck into a steak and that's going to completely outweigh all that good you've done and some you know yeah yeah it's the same as the paper straw debate isn't it mm. completely completely ins- insignificant yeah Com- you know absolutely. because all plastic straws end up in the ocean yeah but so do all the fishing nets that, that take out <laughs> cast off and, and the billions and billions of fish that they kill every year what gets pa- paper straws is going to not it's literally a drop in the ocean. It's yeah, insane, they, isn't it? They give you a paper straw in a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so ridiculous. You go to Costa, can I have a can I have a frappuccino or whatever? And there you have it. Chuck it in a plastic cup. Have a have a paper straw. Save the turtle. Yeah, yeah thanks a lot. And also as well, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I'll take the, the children to the cinema and, and we'll get one of those big 
cups of uh, you know of the, the fizzy drink and after about 20 minutes of the film you can't drink any more of it because the, the straw is just disintegrated in a drink yeah. it's like it's ridiculous it's yeah. utterly ridiculous and pointless <laughs> yeah. just get rid of the straws altogether yeah. take, take the lid off and drink it like you drink no one drinks with a straw at home do they exactly. sit in front of your telly on your sofa <laughs> when you were watching when you were watching the game changes you weren't there with your, with your cup exactly. and a straw were you <laughs> you just sit there with a glass or a mug it's ridiculous what Actually, it if, you're straws? In, if you're in the cinema the straw makes it louder and more annoying anyway. yes. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> absolutely oh. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear! That's it. Well, so, right, already. So yeah, yeah that's it. Listening. All fixed. Well done, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's been the biggest struggle for you then? I know this is gonna this is gonna seem so uh, such a simple problem, but do you know what it is. I I really used to love my chocolate. Okay, mm-hmm. and now finding a vegan friendly chocolate bar. I know there are some out there, and do you know what Tesco have brought out? I don't know if you guys have seen the the, the plant kitchen ones, which taste fantastic. But even oh. some sometimes I'll go into a supermarket, and you just think I really fancy a chocolate bar, and you'll go in there, and you'll be like, there literally is not one single one here I can have, not one, you know, and. And it's a struggle. The struggle's real. <laughs> the struggle is real. So I can give you uh, I can give you options on that because we've discovered Aldi vegan chocolate. Oh wow! Okay. And it is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. They do dark milk and white chocolate. And right. Absolutely brilliant. And even better, even better. They're not two or three or four times the price. Of the equivalent sized bar yeah, that you yeah. get when you you know when galaxy were doing all those different flavored bars that were like three quid for a one pound normally you know it's like a quid isn't it but galaxy was like three pound because it was the vegan option and that sort of thing and if you're feeling really fancy um in our previous episode hannah recommended louise's vegan chocolates oh wow okay uh, which are done by mail order and i ordered a box and uh, I'm not being paid to say this. Um, I ordered a box and they are absolutely tremendous. Oh, okay. I'll check them out. So, yes. I think, do you know what? I think actually um, my, my favourite chocolate bar is the uh, Vigo, the Vigo one. Yes. That is, that, okay. but, but, but when you talk about expense, it's, I mean, I don't know how, how cheap you, you guys have found it, but I mean, the cheapest I can find it is for about, it's about £2.30, £2.40, just for the smaller one, you know? And you only get about three squares in there. Yeah. Big squares, you know, but yeah, it doesn't go far though, does it? No, it doesn't. No. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened with um, Bourneville either, because there was a there was a thing going around once that they started putting milk powder in Bourneville. But then you look on the ingredients and it's not in there. And then there was a thing that actually it's just that they've changed their production lines and it's now it's now like one of them, what do you call it? It may, it's like cross contamination. Oh, cross contamination. Oh, okay. yeah. It's the, the, I think it was the Bourneville button have run on the same production line that another milk product grid is on. So actually, Bourneville should still be all right. But don't quote me on that. Any vegan that is listening is going to troll us for being ill informed. Yeah. Do, do you know? Do you know which one upset me the most was Pringles? Uh, turning oh, to mate! I was so upset about that. Unbelievable. And my, and do you know what it it it, it whittled down to Texas barbecue and smoky bacon, and I love those two. And then when they changed them last year, I'm like, that's it. Now you've just taken it. All we've got left is really sweet. 
it's just uh, uh, it's so why, frustrating, why you, wouldn't it? Why do you need why do you need to put milk powder in it? There's literally no need to, is there? You know, all these manufacturers that are working on ways of veganizing their products by taking milk out of it, and they actively put it in. Yeah, <laughs> come on, make any sense, does it? That's such a slap in the face. Somebody didn't get the memo. No. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. I, I mean, Pringles are pretty bad because those cardboard tubes are actually not recyclable because it has the foil is sort of bonded to the cardboard. So it, you can't recycle it. So in some ways, it's from an environmental point of view, I don't feel so bad about not eating yeah, Pringles. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes but sense. Yeah, I used to love those Texas barbecue ones. So, um, when you made the change, what did your friends and family think? On the whole, they they, they were kind of fine about it. Um, there, there was an occasion I remember uh, we went to uh, my, my wife's parents' house and. We, we found like, I think they found a Chinese at about two or three vegan options. And you kind of sit there and they're like, oh, here's the vegan options. And it's like you're being given this really alien food that no one, no one would ever go near or touch, you know? And you just think there's so much food that you eat that is vegan, any fruit, yeah. any vegetable. It's like they, they, they've got this label, haven't they? And they're like, right, that's vegan food. So we don't touch the vegan food. So, and I genuinely was like, try it. No, 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 it's, it's fine, it's fine. You've probably eaten all of these ingredients right, at some point. <laughs> just it's, it's just because it has that label on it, it's not something to be scared of, you know. But I, I find the, the biggest one is, is my dad. Uh, like my, my dad will phone me uh, and he'll say, uh, oh, I've just had a, a roast roast dinner like with chicken. And he'll go, oh, sorry, I apologise. I didn't mean to say, say chicken. Dad, you haven't got to apologise. <laughs> I'm not offended. You know? it's, it's like he's really uncomfortable about like, how do I kind of interact with him now? You know, there's, there's no difference to me apart from the fact I've just cut, cut out, you know, obviously like it's not just a diet thing, but as far as a diet goes, I've just cut out meat and dairy, you know? So it's, it's nothing like, you know, but I, yeah. I think there's this, this, this misconception or this preconception with people, isn't there, that they just... It's like you're, you're you've adopted this alien ideology, you know. They, they can't they can't get their head around it, you know. And, and with 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 my dad as well, uh, he he asks me uh, quite a lot. Oh, I'm I'm really worried about your health. I'm really worried about your health. And I think for the first 42 years of my life, I was the unhealthiest I've ever been. <laughs> you know, I, I I used to eat fried chicken all the time the grease i used to wake up every morning genuinely every morning with this kind of ache like a physical ache and and it, it, it you know you, you imagine your heart sort of in, in the, down here and above near my right arm it's where your arteries are and it would be that straining feeling i can imagine my arteries just clogged and strained and ever since i've exercised regularly and that now you know on a vegan diet i i feel so healthy i feel the best I've ever felt. Yet now, now's the time to worry about me and my health. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's a great one, and I, that's something Carrie touched on uh, one of our recent episodes when she was bringing up vegan kids, and she was constantly being asked, "Oh, you know, are they getting the right, all the right stuff and everything, all the right nutrients? Are they healthy?" But the, uh, other parents who were taking their kids to McDonald's and KFC mm. weren't being asked the same questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. Let's not question them about their health. No, uh, because they're doing sense. it. They're normal, <laughs> if you like. Yeah, yeah completely. 
yeah people just don't get it so how have things changed for you well obviously i know i touched on it earlier but it's just how you know my 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 health and my fitness obviously i've got the the running that's coming with that's come with it you know i I wasn't a runner before so it's not just being vegan but the two things combined being vegan and running has just completely changed me the way i look the way i feel i mean i you know we talk about tiktok and some of the trolls on there i did have a troll a month or so ago that was trying all they could to upset me and in the end they said well you don't realize that you're talking to someone that's really young and what are you like 30 and i'm like i'm, for, <laughs> I'm 43 <laughs> i'll take that <laughs> so Prove like, my point all by yourself mate yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> so it's obviously I, I do i'm looking good <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, that is fantastic i love that <laughs> What was it that prompted the getting into running? Yeah, it was one of those things where, so in lockdown, when the first lockdown, I'm sorry to have to talk about lockdown. You know, it's one of the things we, we try to forget. <laughs> I'll bleep it out, don't worry. <laughs> Please, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like, not obviously always the case, but there tended to be a lot of people that went one or one or the other way. So you have people that put on a lot of weight or you have people that were like, actually, I'm going to lose some weight, you know? And mm-hmm. for the first so up until about July, so from March when it happened to July, in my previous uh, job, I was a, um, I was basically I had to stay at home because I was on the train. So I was, um, uh, I hate to say it because mind you, t- people don't mind ticket inspectors. I'm not, I wasn't a parking, uh, you know, parking warden. They're the no, one traffic wardens. You're not a traffic warden or an estate agent, so you're fine. Yeah, there you go, right? Because <laughs> I, think the, <laughs> I think the reason why people like ticket inspectors is because you get on the train and you justify having a ticket. You know, so you think, well, I'm glad I bought a ticket now because if he hadn't come along, then it would have been a waste of time and the gates might be open the other end. So I'm, he's actually justified me spending all his money, you know. So because because the, tra- everything was cl- the, the trains weren't running, we was basically told to stay at home and we was coming in like one or two days a week and it was just to basically man the gates and everything. So we wasn't working much. So I was at home a lot. And I was finding that I was drinking a lot, drinking a lot of alcohol. I mean, I'd, I'd kind of fill a pint glass with Jack Daniels and, and Coke and I'd get through about three or four of them easily in, a, in an afternoon. And, uh, and then I'd order Chinese takeaway, uh, <clears throat> eating takeaways all the time. And that's when I really got to the absolute heaviest. And it got to about June or July. And I'm like, I've got to do something now. You know, this is, this is silly. And it just something, something just clicked in me. And I, and I did the couch to 5K and graduated. I don't think that's what they say. I graduated from that. And then probably what helped was because we were still in that kind of lockdown era, there wasn't any runs happening anywhere. So because I was kind of a newbie to it, I was just going online and getting these virtual medals. So I'd like run a 10K or run a half marathon and get a medal sent to me. And I've got I've got a whole box full of medals that my wife kills me because I want to put them on a, on a, on a shelf or put them in, in, a, in a frame. She's like, no, they stay in the box <laughs> in a drawer. <laughs> I don't want to look at these medals, but I must have about 50 of them, you know, but it was wow. really motivating me. And, and, I, and I think you get to this, uh, I don't know if you, with, with you guys, but we've, but I just found that it become like an addiction. I just wanted to get the next one. I went to run another 10 K and it just become like this, this thing that grew and grew and, obviously culminated in me run, running the Manchester Marathon. Don't get me wrong, I, I, you know, I booked, I'm doing the Amsterdam Mar- Marathon in October, so it wasn't the only one oh, that I, I'm going to ever do. But it just, something just clicked and I, and I can't go back now, you know. I, 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 this is me now. This is, Until I, my legs give up on me, 
I'm a runner, you know, and and the same with being vegan, you know, I'm I'm going to be vegan and, and until the day I die, you know, and I'm going to hopefully run for quite a while. I mean, <laughs> I mean you see some people. I saw I posted a TikTok of this guy that's still alive, I think, and he's he's hundred and something, and he still runs. So yeah. you know, there's hope for us all. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's he's and, and he's he's. I think he follows a plant-based diet as well, which is brilliant. You know, it's a good advocate mm. for that as well. Yeah, he, he's he's still one of that age, so mate, there's hope for us all. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I won't be doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> now this this might be the furthest we've got into any episode so far. Um, before I mention this, but you're a member of Vegan Runners as well. I am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 I think that is a record. First not vegan runner. Matt is a vegan runner, but he's not a vegan runner that I've met uh, in real life. Right. So it's one of the things that really shook me when I first started paying attention at Park Run and various runs and stuff was meeting vegan runners and who, who were in advanced years who could absolutely smash the shit out of a 5K or a 10K. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one I was at two weeks ago, there was a guy, he's 75. You would never think he was 75 to look at him. You'd say 60, 65 max, but he's 75. And he jogged it and finished in about 22 minutes. Wow. And he was, it was no, no, no drama for him yeah. at all. He was you know, taking like, it easy probably, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it was literally, he went past me. Like, he, you know, like you can tell the difference between jogging and running. Mm. It's a different kind of activity. And he was clearly jogging. He wasn't going for it. And I was like, if I can get anywhere near him when I'm that age, <laughs> yeah, sure. I will be so happy. Yeah. It was just just phenomenal. And you think he's in his vest and everything. You're like, that, what a brilliant example. All those people he's going to go past, who yeah. are going to see that on his vest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bloody vegans. <laughs> they'll, they'll still be saying oh he'll collapse when he gets home though. yeah 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 do you know do you know what though i found uh, when i when i ran the manchester marathon i mean manchester is the home of veganism isn't it that's where i think it originated from there didn't it the guy that kind of almost oh really yeah I, I did look it up and i think the guy that actually invented the word vegan is from manchester so it is the home wow. of veganism really okay. and, and do you know what there's some fantastic vegan takeaway places in manchester yes 100 brilliant yeah i love it but i i found when i when i ran when i ran it i got a lot of support from, from just the general public you know go go matt the vegan runner you know and and and, and a completely different to social media i guess <laughs> but, but, but i think i think part of it probably is because people are there to support you aren't they no matter what you know yeah but, you don't get but, trolls at a marathon, do you? No, you're not going to get a troll turn up at a marathon. Pick your feet yeah. up. Pick your feet up. <laughs> now, funny enough, you did say, I probably got about two people shout bacon, I think. But oh, apart from that, sake. the vast, vast majority of people were supportive, you know? So it, I don't know why they always think that hurts, you know? Just like, what, what do you think you're achieving by saying that as word? If, as if you've forgotten that bacon exists. I know. And, and do, do you know what? Oh, as well? I forgot about bacon. Yeah, I'll go and have some. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it, kill, it kills me as well because obviously as I've, as I've been going uh, going along the journey, because I mean, when, when I started, uh, I used to say that I'm, I'm vegan. It's, and it sounds rubbish now, so bear with me, right? But I used to say, oh, I'm vegan, uh, something like 20% for morals, 80% for health, right? As I've, as I've gone along the journey, I've realised that it's, 
it's not the, the diet part is just a bonus of being vegan you know mm. so and, and i'm sorry i'm telling you guys stuff you know already but I've, I've come i come to the realization a few months ago that that's what it is so obviously the, the more you sort of you get into it and go down the rabbit hole i guess using using the you know, used earlier you, you see the videos that you, you didn't want to watch before and, and 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 you know being on social media is a good one as well because you, because you're you're growing your, your friendship group in on social media and they're sharing sharing videos that you're seeing so i'm seeing these things and it's uncomfortable viewing it's really uncomfortable viewing i've seen some seen some videos like i'm sure you have that i'm like it's i couldn't sleep that night after watching it mm-hmm. it, it really, really affected me so i've come to realize that the the, the, the diet part is just a it's, it's a bonus it's a, it's a fantastic bonus of being vegan yeah. but when when people shout bacon i know they're trying to hurt and it, it's obviously it's a walk off duck's back for me but you just think i'd love to just stop and say have a think yeah. about it like you know think what these poor animals go through you know yeah and i know i know it's not the tough <clears throat> comment you're trying to make to be a troll and to be nasty but and, and that's the thing i find it's, it's so bizarre and i mean I, I took you know you talked about football earlier i was at the um spurs west ham game and it was just after Kurt Zuma had been. Uh, oh yeah. I think he was arrested for the for the mm. cat cat incident. Oh, he got prosecuted for it. Yeah. yeah, and he got genuinely he got booed. Obviously, but not by the West Ham fans. But he got booed by our fans every single time he touched the ball without foul. Every single time he, he touched the ball, he got booed. Right. Now yeah. I agree with that because what he did was disgusting. Right. But c- can you imagine? Right. If I stood up and bear in mind. The, the kind of the the um the demographic of football fans in general if i'd have stood up and said guys i don't just i don't just hate this guy i hate all people that treat animals badly i'm vegan i would have got probably booed more than him right yes and you said about the so, vegan boys yeah but it's so illogical that the whole thing is so illogical you've got all these people that are booing him because he mistreated an animal yet if you just even touched on what all these animals go for every like, like I'm, I'm not saying that being kicked is, is a horrible thing but I, i'm sure the vast majority of farmed animals would would take a kick in as opposed to what they yeah. actually go through you know yeah the, the same fans who were moaning that about the fact that the, the stadium went vegan for one game i know it, it were, were, were booing a guy for kicking a cat it's, but, it's like it's like we're living in oh, some kind of on. alternate reality you know it, it yeah. doesn't make any logical sense how the, the disconnect the cognitive dissonance b- between people hating and well, quite rightly hating animals getting mistreated and yet shouting bacon at me and like you know chomping on a burger while you know yeah. like i'll put i'll, I'll put a, a tiktok of a, of a i put one of a cow and i said like a, something like uh, i can't remember what it was but like something like being the voice for the voiceless and just the first comment mm, t-bone steak you know, and I just don't understand how people can have this disconnect. And I'm sure that person, if that person was walking on the street and saw someone, saw a dog getting kicked by somebody, they would stop that person kicking that dog. They, I've got no doubt that they have empathy towards animals, yet this complete and utter disconnect with, 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 uh, with animals that are farmed and eaten, it just doesn't make any yeah. sense. You know? it's so, it is so sad and it really is sad. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the greatest frustrations I have with it, that the hypocrisy of it is mm. just... Going back to you, you, that football analogy, you know, that they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be booing him for, for having kicked a cat while chomping on a burger. 
I know. It, like, it, there it, will be people <laughs> that will have been doing that, and it's like, why? Are you why not, can't you see? You're not, you're not registering it. I, I, th- I, think, I think a lot of it, from my personal view anyway, I think a lot of it is that it's they, they just they enjoy the taste and and look, don't get me wrong you know when but before i went vegan i loved the taste of of, of of you know me i just i did like you know i'm not going to deny that i love the taste of it but obviously where i am now and where i will always be is that my taste buds aren't as important as those animals lives you know and, and that's just the, that's what it is and I, and I think people are unwilling to give up something that that they like they like their sunday roast they like their hamburgers they like all these things they like their bacon sandwich on a sunday morning you know and and it's almost like they know they know that there's cruelty involved but it's fingers in the ears mm-hmm, mm. i want to enjoy my bacon sandwich you know and and thankfully you know i talked about, i talked about how how it happened for me and it's like the click that happened you know and and i just wish that it i mean i know it from what from what I hear, it's definitely a growing movement, and, and we are getting bigger and bigger every year. But I just feel like I just we just need the clicks to happen in people's heads. Mm. More and more people, you know, that, yeah. that click to happen. I think, hang on a second, this isn't my, matching up with my, my 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 morals. That's why every time people moan about when you share stuff on social media, and every single time I share something, that is exactly what I'm thinking. Because I'm hoping that one person out of a couple of hundred friends that I have will go, I've seen all the I've seen all the stuff you share, and it was always nonsense, but that one hit me. Yeah. I'm like I'm just waiting for that one moment. Yeah, sure. I, I think um I think from look, I'm not trying to claim that I've got more empathy than 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 anybody else. You know, I'm not trying to claim that, but I always think of a a, a childhood memory. We used to live a few years when I was obviously a long, long time ago. Now I'm in my forties, but I, I remember <laughs> we we lived in this uh, little village, and we used to get quite a lot of mice. We had a field in the back uh, back of our back garden, and we used to get a lot of mice come in. And I remember once we had a cat, and 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 I had three younger brothers as well. And my mum's opened uh, the uh, the, ki- the cupboard door, and there was a mouse in there. Right, so she's quickly slammed it and screamed. And then she got our cat, opened the door, put the cat in, and then shut the door again. And I can remember crying, right? And everybody, wow. my mum, my brothers, my dad, everyone took the mickey out of me. Oh, come on, what's wrong with you? But it really, really hurt me because mm. I just thought that poor little mouse, he must be so frightened in there, you know? Mm. And like I say, I'm, I'm not trying to claim that, I don't know, well, I don't know, is, is it, some people just I mean I'm sure people do have the empathy I'm sure the empathy is there but I just wonder when if because you've just it's so ingrained to kind of not 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 think about it you know that that people can't make that connection I'm I'm sure the empathy is there I'm sure as a a species we have the empathy on mass you know but I, I just and I'm sure. I mean, I, this is what I say to some of the some of the people, some of the trolls that, that comment on my uh, social media. I say, trust me, hundred years time, the weird people will be the ones eating meat. There'll be there'll be like little sections of supermarkets, and you get the weird people coming and eat meat. The rest of us, the vast majority of the population, won't. It will go there eventually. Well, the I think it's a bit like a bit like the like formerly one race. You know, years ago used to have um, like uh, cigarettes and alcohol. That's a great song. Yeah. And they used to have cigarettes and alcohol advertising on the on the cars. And they were like, my God, you can't take that off. That's yeah, where yeah. their money comes from. And lo and behold, that stopped. And, well, they're still racing and they're still making an absolute fortune off of it. Yeah, sure. And you couldn't even think about going back to that now. 
and I, I I agree with you. I think that's where it will it will end up going. It's just yeah. it's a harder thing to do because of how I say ingrained it is in everywhere else you're there. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. And it feels like it's such slow progress as well, doesn't it? Like you just now that we've seen the light, if you like, we've we've come round to it. We're like, come on. Come yeah. on, look, join in, join in, join in. Yeah. And people are like, oh, no, bacon. Yeah, but, but it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's not just the fact that it will make the planet better. You know, we talk about all the water that we saved. It will cause so much less harm to other beings. But it also helps you. Like, you know, yeah. we've all, like, it's, it's, it's also ingrained in us as a species to be very selfish. So surely if something's going to help you, then... That must be a fantastic start. And, and if I'm honest, that's how it started for me. It started because it helped me. And I'm, I'll happily admit it, you know, but it's grown into something obviously far more than that. But it needed that seed. And I think for me, that seed was, this is going to help me, you know, as selfish as yeah. it sounds. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that that's what will we'll kind of get this, get this, this, this movement growing bigger and bigger when more people sort of look at it from that point of view. Yes. I think it's going to take something like, like, governments have done with smoking and put in pictures of diseased lungs on cigarette packs and you know smoking kills they're gonna have to start doing that on meat packs and putting tax on it and not subsidizing it and and that sort of thing so that it becomes more expensive and in time it will become the less desired option because it will cost more and it'll have you know eating meat kills on it you know, because we know it gives you cancer. Eating red meat gives you cancer, doesn't it? So it's it's that sort of get they'll get the early adopters, people like us, and then eventually they'll have to say, right, we're going to mandate it now. We're not going to just stop meat, but we're going to try and phase it out by making it more expensive. And in the long run, that's going to be better for the government because it will mean that the NHS is cheaper. Yeah, because people won't be having chronic illnesses as much. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Absolutely. So, after all that, where do you get your protein and other nutrients from? Oh, I feel like I feel like I'm on TikTok. Where do you get your protein and other nutrients from? Great bacon, bacon burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though because you don't you don't. That, that those I, I, I swear the people that ask you that have got no idea how much protein they're they're, they're in they're, what their protein intake is they've got absolutely no idea whatsoever but somehow yeah. you know you're the one that's got to prove how much protein you're taking you know yeah. but but I, I i for me obviously the the b12 is a is a supplement that i guess most of us have to take don't we because it's it's, it's fairly difficult to get in sort of a i know you can get it in in different products i think is it um it's got to be fortified, isn't it? Like fortified oat milk and things like that. So I'll, I'll literally take one uh, multivitamin a day. And I found, um, so maybe about four or five months into, uh, uh, you know, following a plant-based diet, being vegan, is I, I started to really crave fish, really, really crave fish. And then I realized that um, I wasn't taking an omega-3 supplement. Oh, and... Uh, I found a, a, a multivitamin just on Amazon, I think it was, and it, it's a, obviously a vegan one, and it and it's this it's a seaweed, so it's where the fish get it from anyway, which is the same as a protein. Like we're just, we're just getting it clean and from its natural source, Cut, you know. Cutting out and the middle animal, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Cutting out <laughs> all, the, all the rubbish in between it, you know. Yeah. But uh, since I since I started taking that 
uh, multivitamin with the omega-3 completely went fish craving completely went so it was almost i think it was just like my body saying look i need that we know that i know that's where you get it from eat some fish and yeah took it away completely so there's there's mm -hmm. thankfully there's no cravings for that anymore you, you like and, and also i find as well that as as the months have gone on you know you're I, 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 even maybe for the first couple of months i'd, I'd see someone eating something like a, a, a something meat based or something like, and, and eggs i used to eat eggs all the time so I see someone eating a normally, oh, really fancy that. But now because of where I am and, where and, and, and what I've seen and not interested, absolutely. And, and to, the, to the thought of putting something like, uh, I mean, dairy, I, I wouldn't touch anyway because of, of, of the cruelty that's associated with it. But the thought of eating meat is just, it's disgusting. I mean, I, I remember, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Walking Dead. I think I gave up after about series four or five because it got very samey, you know. Yes. Like they'll, they'll go yeah. into a super, into a into a derelict supermarket and someone's going to jump out on them. Oh, here we go. But I yeah. remember one one series when they they stumbled on a um, it was a kind of a, 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 a shelter and it was like lots of directions to get there and they discovered anyway they were eating humans. They they, they 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 turned up at this place and they offered them like a, a, a bowl of meat and they're eating it and then they realized that they were going to be the next ones and they kind of were over the the, the, the bucket almost to get their throat slit and they got away with it but i can remember thinking even then this was like a few years ago the thought of it is just disgusting you know and that's where i am now with any animal uh any animal products that's how i feel mm. just it makes my stomach turn just the thought of it, eating any animal products yes um you mentioned family are they vegan as well are you in a, have you got like a vegan household or, or not? yeah so my wife uh she's more she, she says she's vegan but she's kind of she's plant-based i'd say she's plant-based more than vegan she she kind of is she's almost 99.9 percent .9%, but yeah. she, she i think if you were to ask her she'd say she's plant-based not vegan with the children we've got a 10 year old and a seven year old it's really difficult because i i didn't want to make them and force them. there you go stop forcing me to be vegan well, i didn't want to force them to be vegan so i kind of have just hoped that they would follow my example and watch me and see how healthy their dad's become and funny enough we went for a meal a couple of days ago and my son would normally order a gammon steak or something like that and he said dad what's on what what, what vegan options i'm gonna have something vegan and it honestly made my day because I didn't wow. tell him to. I didn't tell him to. I didn't. There was no suggestion. There was no forcing. And he and he and he did, and he loved it. So I'm just hoping that that they kind of follow that. And but I, it's difficult because, for example, their cereal. I, 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 and and this is where I feel like I'm not a true vegan because I'll go to the supermarket to buy cow's milk, and I hate doing it. But it's because my children drink it and they and my, my daughter's very very fussy she would not and i've tried it i promise i've tried the oat milk all the coconut milk. she's just not interested she just turns her nose so the only way i'm going to have to get to have seal is to get that but i'm contributing i guess you know which 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 it, it, it breaks my heart every time but i'm just hoping it, that, that it will get to a point as they get older as they sort of follow that that there'll be less and less things i'll need to buy for them but I, I don't buy anything for myself, you know. I'll never if I'm, yeah. if I'm away if I'm, if I'm at work or, or anything, I'll, I won't sort of uh, uh, buy anything that's uh, that's that's not vegan. Yeah, my daughter wouldn't when we tried to. Um, she tried to go go vegan a couple of years back, and um, she did it for a bit, but she I think she struggled in the end with with sure. the milk. 
she just couldn't couldn't grasp soya milk or oat milk or anything. So she she always she always had cow's milk and yeah, it's like don't know, she just she can't make that change. She said she couldn't she loved pigs too much, so she wouldn't eat ham and sausages. Oh, well that's fine. What about cow? <laughs> what about <laughs> what about chickens? I I get occasionally the trolls will go, oh, you only care about the fluffy animals. You don't, you, this is love one they use all the time. You don't care about the poor uh, insects and rodents that are killed oh. for your, for your crops. You know, if, oh, you, if, if you only care up. about the, Come on. the fluff, I, honestly, and, and I, I'll, I'll always say to them, look, what the, the, and, and this is something that I don't think they can ever argue back, although they do try, is that if we, you know, I think what they don't realise as a vegan is that you're you're actively you know you're trying to reduce harm wherever you practically do it. Yeah. So there's times when you can it's impossible, and and I think if if you just completely eradicated harm, then we'd all die. We'd die out because we have to eat crops to survive. <laughs> like we have to eat food. If we don't eat food, we we don't we don't live. So there's going to be unfortunate victims. But I'll just say to them that animals don't have to be killed you don't have to eat those they don't have to die you know they, they, they're not it's, it's not essential part of your diet and and th- i'll still get it i'll still get it you know yeah you, you only care about the fluffy animals that's that's my that's my one and i but, think how fluffy is a pig it takes more land to uh grow the fluffy animals and you've got to grow the crops to feed the fluffy Absolutely. animals so yeah. actually you're doing a better thing by not growing the crops for the fluffy animals because yeah, then it's it's just taking less resources fewer resources yeah absolutely i don't know if you've seen i'm sure I've, it's, it's quite banded about this statistic but if if we was to if the entire planet was to go vegan we'd only actually need to grow 75 percent of the crops we currently grow to feed the entire human race yes yeah it's absolutely insane isn't uh, it uh. So cool. I, I like that. There was a there's a quote I saw a few, few months ago about how how much more different does a cow have to be from a dog for you to not eat it? Because it's, yeah. it's the same. It look they look the same. They're just bigger. Yeah, completely. Did you guys follow the um, the page uh, Elwood's dog meat? No. Yes. Have oh, you not it's... seen that way? It's so funny. Okay. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Basically, it's like a, a, some vegans who have set up this um, page. I think they're on everything, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. But they basically uh, promote this make-believe farm, which which breeds dogs to kill them, basically, and feed and, and turn them into steaks and things like that. And they'll they'll say something like, oh, uh, uh, we've just sent the, the latest Rottweiler family to slaughter. Uh, so we've got these steaks and they, they, they show a picture of like, these make-believe steaks. And then if you go, if you click onto the website, you read it and at the bottom, it, 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 they admit it. They say, look, we're, we're vegans and we're just trying to make you think. But they occasionally put online uh, phone calls that they get because they publish their telephone number and they, they, they play telephone calls that have been received, mainly in America, funny enough, of people that believe it's true. And honestly, the utter anger and people threatening to kill them and oh honestly it's, it's the right you can hear the veins popping in with rage <laughs> that they're, they're, they're killing these dogs you know and and like you say what what's the real difference between a cow and a dog apart from one's a pet you know yeah there's no well one's been bred to be a pet and one's yeah. been bred to be me that's this, it this is, is amazing it? sorry it I is looked at it there's a husky 
Um, we had to say goodbye to 268 today. She was harvested peacefully and ethically along with a pack of 22 others. <laughs> and it's a picture of burgers. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so funny. It's so funny. It is funny. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I'll tag them in the uh, in our in our post for this for the episode because it is a great it is a great account. What's the best thing about being vegan? I think for me, I know I mentioned it earlier, but it, I think being a voice for the voiceless, because I I can imagine that you know if I was to put myself in their shoes and 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 you and you, and you, you know you I wish I you know I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, and you can imagine just how miserable their entire short life lives are if they knew that of these horrible this horrible race it's, it's a bit like i mean i guess if if we was to be invaded by by aliens and they started harvesting us you know and you knew amongst all those aliens there were a few that actually were trying to look keep like they had our back you know and they were like we don't actually want to see these humans harm like they are and i feel like that's what we are to them we're, we're the we're, we're, we're the good guys for them you know and and yeah, just just being that voice for the voiceless, it is it's, it's something that uh, you know I, I get really thinking. It's one of those things where I don't know if you guys are the same, but I, although I'm aware of everything that happens, I try not to overthink it too much because it is so horrific. You know what happens to them, but knowing that I'm just doing the, the and it is just a very very small bit myself, but being on social media, doing that TikTok account trying to talk to the trolls and you know even convert one i'd be happy with i feel like i'm just trying my best to do whatever i can for them and I've, and, it, and, it, and it, it's a nice feeling to know that i'm trying and i've got their back you know good answer tick <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite vegan product at the moment right so being a, a devout meat eater for 42 years of my life and obviously missing the taste of meat and not wanting the cruelty that goes with it I've been looking for lots of plant-based meat alternatives and uh, Costco have brought out something called chicken so it's chicken so chicken but change the C for an S and I don't know if you guys have, have got Costco memberships or you know someone that has them but if you get a chance ask them to to get them get you some chicken uh, tikka kebabs they are amazing absolutely amazing they taste so good it's one of those ones where it, it, I, I, i'm gonna next time i have anyone around like my mum and dad my mum and my dad and my brothers i'm gonna cook it cook them imagine and i'm gonna do something separate for me and cook them i'll go i've got the meat version for you and won't say anything and see if they notice and i don't think they will you know, so really? I love them, and I I love them, the the uh, Richmond meat-free sausages as well. Yes, you're getting a really good sausage sandwich, and you know you're not getting any toenails or eyelashes or anything like that in it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know? I saw I saw a video again. I, I apologise for, for for keep referencing TikTok, but I'm obviously on it quite a lot. But they did a they did a video of um, somebody chopping up a frankfurter, and then putting it under a microscope. Oh, and honestly, it just there was there was there was little worm things wriggling around. Ugh. There was hairs in there. There was oh, it was just utterly disgusting. And honestly, if, I genuinely can't imagine how do meat eaters watch that video and think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do myself a sausage sandwich when this is finished. How? <laughs> it's insane. It's that so, phrase you mentioned before, isn't it? It's the cognitive dissonance. They just. It just doesn't even occur, yeah, does I, it? I do look, I do look for the uh, the, the meat-free alternatives, and um, 
there, there are some really good ones. I mean, that's that's why I feel like quite grateful because I can imagine if you was a vegan a long time ago, it must have been so so difficult. Yeah, we've had a few of them on the podcast, and yeah, my missus was vegan when, when she was like, I can't. I know she's been on here and said, I think she was about ten or eleven, and God knows how they how they did it. No, so yeah. difficult. I mean, they just said vegetables, so that's fine. <laughs> but yeah. you know, yeah. make, make it actually making the change. Making that transition is, I think, is the hardest thing. You've grown up just eating vegetables from from a very early age. It's just one of them things, isn't it? But actually yeah. making the transition and going, I'm going to miss cheese. I'm going to miss chocolate. I'm going to miss bacon. It's like you know, you, you want you you do want something to. Um, I think the word. But I used to find, um, like, say for example, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I used to find if I bought a burger, I'd take the tomato out and take those things out. But now I I love like fill fill a bun with tomatoes, grilled mushrooms, some peppers, some onions. It's yeah. the tastiest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah, I think it makes you. It, it made me so lazy. And even with curries, like you know, I'd go, I'll have a chicken curry or a lamb curry, and I'd eat the meat inside it, and probably leave the sauce. Now I'm lapping the whole lot up. I'm getting all the taste of you know, like if I put cauliflower in it, all the different herbs and spices, and it's like my my taste buds have come alive now and not be lazy like they were before i found that with curries cooking curries and like chilies and stuff curries are better because you can put more vegetables in it but i find it easier to cook it because you just chop them up fry them put the sauce in and leave it to cook whereas before it's like you've got to make sure the meat's cooked so it doesn't poison you then you've got to add this in and and then it was just a mess now we just chuck it in fry it sauce eat it done happy days (laughs) so simple the recipes overcomplicate stuff. So I put this in, and I just chuck it all in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wes's uh, cookery YouTube channel is uh, just about to launch, so we'll look out for that. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> just uh, chuck it all in. The thirty-second video, it'll be. <laughs> it's original. It's in the original concept. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can oh. do like those fifteen-second TikToks. Why, why you, do you know, just call yourself a chuck it in chef? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Chuck it in vegan chef. this is definitely something that we've both found isn't it Wes that yeah just talking to people about being vegan without someone saying yeah but what about bacon is it's just I like live it's this must be what heaven is like yeah yeah if you defend yourself all the time yeah yeah just people come to you and they're there because I know we keep doing it in this episode, but but bacon, but this, but that. Yeah. You just go, we do it because of this. We enjoy it because of this. It's lovely. But this is the insane thing. You're spending your time trying to defend yourself. And you and aren't we the good guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but why has it got to be why have we got to be so private about being the good guys? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Nope. So how long have you been vegan? So uh, much so just over a year uh, 13 months over a year yeah wow. yeah yeah and and this passionate in that short place yeah time, right that's amazing it's only gonna it's only gonna get stronger and stronger and i think because my wife always says to me uh, matt can you just do you just do you right but i believe being a vegan isn't just doing you 
honestly, because I don't think you, I, I personally, my personal view, I don't think you're doing veganism right if you're just doing you, because the whole point of it is we, I want to get the message out there. The more of us that are vegan, the less animals that are going to get harmed, you know, or get bred into existence to be, to be harmed and slaughtered, you know? So I feel like this is what it's, what you, what you need to be doing. I, I need to like, you know, oh, that's why I wanted to be on your podcast. That's why I'm, I'm doing the, the, the social media. And I, and I think as well with, especially with the, the, the social media and with, with, with TikTok, I'm trying, although I do put the kind of the, I guess the clickbaity videos on there to get the trolls at the same time, I, I want people to look at it and go, this guy doesn't look pasty and pal and frail, you know, he actually looks, looks, looks a very fit and healthy guy that's, that's, that's running a lot, you know, more than I probably can. So maybe this vegan stuff isn't as bad as I thought it was. Maybe my, my preconception of veganism isn't what I thought it was. And he looks so, like he's yeah. 30. Yeah, little 30. This guy, this person actually said 30. You're what they like, what are you, 30? <laughs> Fantastic. You're not 30, it's 30. <laughs> Don't try to add you to that. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like David Brin, don't I? <laughs> You're just a chilled out entertainer. That's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the back of all that, then, what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about going vegan? So I know I probably, I think I did mention it before, is so if I'm chatting to anybody and it, and it looks like they're interested as opposed to just being aggressive towards me, then I'll just say, just give it a go for a week. Just try it for a week, honestly. And again, I, I'm now at the place where I know that it's not a diet, but it, for me, like I said earlier, it feels like that's going to be the in for people. If I can appeal to something that's going to, that's going to benefit them, like from a completely selfish point of view, then and they try it, and then they they you know a week later they wake up and think, wow, I actually feel a lot better than I did last week, you know. And maybe I don't I don't need that 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 um egg, you know that egg on toast or whatever in the morning or that milk in my coffee or or bacon sandwich. And then I feel like then if you've got if you've kind of got an in with them, then hopefully it will grow into something that I've seen myself with with, with myself. So that's what I try to do. Just try to appeal to people's selfishness, which I think kind of works for a lot of people because we are yeah. innately selfish creatures, aren't we? It's survival, isn't it? We're selfish to survive. Yeah. Yes. And also, if you look at it, if you, if you say to someone, 100 million animals are killed every year just for, just for being eaten, just to be eaten, they'll think, well, I don't eat 100 million animals a year. So what difference is that actually going to make if I don't eat, a, you know, a few pigs and cows and chickens? But like you say, if you say to them, actually, what it means for you is you'll be healthier and you'll look 30 when you're actually 43 and all that sort of thing. <laughs> then, but it's, it is the selfishness, isn't it? It's actually them right. thinking, oh, oh, so it's, it is about me. Yeah. When really in the grand scheme of things, it's not about them, but to get that, yeah, to get your foot in the door, that's that's a brilliant way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. The amount of conversations I've had at work where people have said said uh, same as what you were saying, Matthew, about like you know, the, the quantities of, of animals that die, and they're like, but but what what difference does it make? You know what what you know how how, how are we ever going to make a difference? Well, just make a difference to you, and then then go from there. <laughs> ripple effect, yeah. isn't it? Like a domino rally. One yeah. domino falling over, 
doesn't make a difference. But when it knocks the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, that's when they all fall over. That's when yeah. it makes a difference. It's, it's, a, it's a tipping point, isn't it? I mean, you've only, you've only got to look back at things in the past with, you know, with, with slavery and how we sort of grew up as a civilization with that, you know, with women's rights. And I, I, always, I always imagine that people that... I don't know. It's, it's maybe it's not the right comparison, but people who eat meat now, because it is the norm. It's just the norm, isn't it? It's just the normal thing. Like normal, like you know, you're going to. I'll go and get a sandwich, for example, on my lunch break, and out of the hundred sandwiches, ninety-eight of them have got meat or dairy in them. You know, I've got, there'll be two that I can pick from. So it's normal. But I can imagine, you know, back in the eighteen hundreds, people just saw slavery as normal. Yeah, and, uh, they, they were just been a normal thing. This is just what we do. We just our people own other human beings. That, that's just mm -hmm. what happens in, in life, you know. And and I don't 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 you dare question it because this is what happens. We do this. We own other human beings, and but we've grown up from it. And I, and I feel like it's almost like shouting at people. Like so, I feel like you 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 don't you don't like harming other animals just like you you don't like slave own other humans like we just it's a, surely you can see it you know but it's getting that getting that over to them and that's why i said i know it, i said it earlier but that's why i think there will there would be a tipping point i think it'll grow and grow and grow and then it'll just tip and then and i think oh, it will grow up i think it's just civilization we're constantly growing up aren't we we're growing up all the time we're becoming more empathetic with things and like i say i'll go back to slavery and things like that and, and women not having equal rights we are growing up and i think this will be the next step of us growing up just to realize that actually we don't need to eat meat in 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 you know thousands of years ago we had to to survive now we've got tesco around the corner and you can get your richmond meat free sausages or you can go to costco to get your, your chicken kebabs you don't need to eat it anymore there's literally no there's no necessity to eat it going back to what you said about the slavery thing and something you said earlier even though it was the norm to for people to own slaves there was a minority of people that weren't happy about it and yeah. wouldn't for them yeah. it's, it's exactly the same thing yeah yeah and it's, it's even go, if, if you go back even further, when people thought, you know, the, the, the general consensus was people thought the earth was flat. And yet there was a few people yeah. like, sorry, is it it's not? Browned. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in. We're not that's, getting into that side of it. Oh that's for God. another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you've just got you've got this always got the small minority. And again, it's the same with the with the with the, the suffragettes, you know, for, for women's rights. There was a small minority and it just grew. And then the tipping point happened and people thought, actually, we're equal, you know, just like, yeah. you know, and, 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 I'm, and it will happen for this. It will happen. Just not quick enough. No. no. Uh, do you think in our lifetimes? We, I mean, we're vegan, Matt, as well. We run. So, I mean, basically, we're going to live forever. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we're 120, it will see it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if I've said this whole thing before, but like me and Michelle have both said that either of us been poorly since we, like transitioned five years ago, four or five years ago. And I went, actually, no, I hadn't had a cold. I hadn't had any sick, but I hadn't had anything. So I said to Matthew, we, we got into COVID and I was like, this would be great. If we were the, if we were the only people that weren't going to get it out, good would that be? It would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then just after Christmas, I got it. I was like, bastard. I can't be a superhero. <laughs> we we thought we'd... 
we thought we'd done it, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, we both got it within a few weeks of each other. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, two years of COVID and nothing. Oh, I was like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Come on, you can do this. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Look, I'm not going to pretend for one second that I know all the science behind it. But... And I'm not going to be one of these people who I do my own research. But from what I've seen... I mean, it, doesn't it almost feel like common sense that, that you, you eat, you eat plant-based, you eat, you're eating all the nutrients pure as opposed to secondhand through the digestion, digestive system of another animal. It makes sense that, you, that, it's, that it's healthier. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know makes sense doesn't equal truth or, or you know, it's, it's fact, but you, it, it just feels that but by, by, by having a plant-based diet, by, cutting out all the all the stuff that comes with 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 eating meat and eating di- i mean like the, the biggest one it's one like with, with milk i mean they call it's called milk right? <laughs> but it's it's baby food baby milk for another yeah. Yeah. what other animal <laughs> drinks the baby milk of another animal like it's it's crazy when you think about it and it can't be good for you surely it can't be good for you like a giraffe drinking dog milk that can't be good for the giraffe surely so why no we're the only animal in the, in the world that does it no other animal in the world drinks another animal's baby milk. It can't be healthy for you, surely. <laughs> so who's your vegan inspiration? So I follow a, a few guys on YouTube, and the three main ones that I really like are Joey Carbstrong, Earthling Ed, and Humane Hancock. Now, as I'm sure you guys have heard, heard of them as well, Humane not, Hancock... Not the last one. Not Humane, Humane Hancock. Hancock. No. Yeah, he's very, very similar to Earthling Ed. Okay. Yeah, and he's his dad is his dad works in a slaughterhouse, but he, but he's I think he's been vegan for for a few years. He's relatively young. He's he's quite a similar age actually to Earthling Ed, but he he does a lot of similar things. But he goes to Speaker's Corner quite a lot, and uh, the guy has got such a thick skin. Very very intelligent, and I love listening to his arguments because every argument he makes, and I know it's really hard to take your bias away so i'm watching it i'm a vegan i'm watching it and you want to be behind the vegan mm. but i promise if you watch it he's he, he, he's he never makes a logical fallacy he never does he's really sharp with all his arguments and and he gets abused he gets people showing at him but he just comes he just takes it just takes it takes it takes it and then comes back with with with, with a with a logical response wow. lovely he's, he's got the same kind of temperament as as earthly ned that kind of calm you know whereas joey carbstrong mm. is the opposite end of the spectrum and i like him and, and i feel like i feel like you know they say about the the the, the, the different uh, when when you the different stages of grief i feel like there's the different stages of becoming vegan and and I, and I went for a few months i went through the aggressive stage of just hating everyone that hates me i just can't stand it. i want to argue with everybody yeah. and you kind of that joey joey carbstrong sort of represents that initial kind of feeling i had you know where i just want to be aggressive with everyone and and it, I, I don't personally think it works converting or, or persuading someone to become vegan but i think if you are vegan and you're watching it it's, it's quite enjoyable because again he, he's sound he's normally sound with his with his arguments so you kind of agree with him whereas i think earthling ed and uh humane hancock they're very they're very calm and i think if they were going to ever kind of say convert it's not the right word is it but persuade people to kind of think about it and and potentially become vegan then they're the guys i think that they, they they inspire me and they inspire me when when i when i'm on on social media because i use a lot of the arguments I use them, you know, and and it, and it, and it 
because I know they are logically sound. All the arguments they make they make are logically sound. Yeah, I think I mentioned last last episode about uh, there's another guy at work was chucking an argument at me that um, he spoke to one of his um, relatives who was a doctor, and they and spoke to them about me because I was vegan. I was like, yeah, whatever, that's a bit weird. Um, and this doctor would come back and said, yeah, vegan vegan diet is very good and all that, but the human body doesn't absorb nutrients properly. You can still get them, but it doesn't absorb them properly. And I said to him, but I can either not absorb nutrients properly or I can have a heart attack or get cancer. So I'm still going <laughs> to absorb the nutrients, but not quite as efficiently maybe, but I'm not going to add to animal slaughter and not make my health otherwise bad. I thought... They just pick at any any argument they want to make yeah. to make you wrong. And it's but, but that's the but that's the thing. You'll you'll watch you'll watch the debates that they have, and they'll they'll chuck different things. Like they'll chuck the 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 you know, oh, lots of animals get rodents get killed when 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 you grow crops and all the different things. But I genuinely and and this is just my own opinion. But I think it, when you when you kind of take away everything. It just comes down to I like the taste of it, and I don't like you telling me that I can't eat something that I like the taste of. I think that's where it comes down to because yeah. every every argument that's 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 brought up when you watch these videos, they just fall apart all the time. They're always falling apart because because they, they don't they don't make sense, you know. And, and I think you you just I feel like sometimes they should just say. I just like the taste of meat, and I want to carry on eating it. At least then you you know you've been just honest. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, you've been honest. Yeah. But, but, to, but, to, but to pretend it's all these different things that don't make any sense, it, that's what frustrates me, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the, if you're on a desert island and there's a pig there argument, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Yeah. But there's many, you know, the, the protein thing you can argue, calcium, any, any nutrient argument you have is, is, is arguable. But if you're ever standing on a desert island and there's a pig, it's ridiculous. It completely is, isn't it? But they just pick it out because that's all they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that that one in particular really annoys me because if someone thinks that they would be okay with killing the pig, cutting it up, finding the right bit to cut, making a fire cooking it enough and then being able to eat it and then eat all of the pig before it goes off because, you know, you've only got however long you've got. It can't be long, can it? You know, if you're on a desert island, it's going to be boiling hot, so it's going to be somebody who flies within within an hour or something. (laughs) So what good is it actually going to do you? No, absolutely. Are you are you fa- are you guys fans of Black Mirror, the TV series on Netflix? I'm not seeing it. No, I've seen it's, I've seen a handful of them, but not not all of them. There's one of them where they go into a restaurant and basically they they get told. So they look at the menu and he picks a like a pig uh, rack of pork ribs or something, and they're like, "Good choice." So they they say, "Follow me," and they take him into a room. And then they give him a car, a, a big knife, and they put an apron around him, and they they say basically you kill the animal yourself. And the guy stands there with this knife, and he's looking at it, and the pig comes up and starts rubbing against his leg, and he just absolutely <laughs> panics, and he drops the knife, and then they basically come along, and then take him away. Oh, you can't do it, and then they they cut the, the pig's throat, and then the next next scene is him in the re- in the back on his table looking at this 
this pack rack of ribs, you know, and and that do you know what that really I found that a really powerful scene in, in that because you're right, people people wouldn't actually how many people would actually put the knife in the animal's throat? They wouldn't do it, would they? None of us would. I, I wouldn't. They could. I wouldn't. I couldn't harm anything. Let you know, it's it's, it's horrendous the thought of harming another being, but. You know, it, it gets supported on this massive, massive scale, doesn't it, at the moment? Yeah. yeah. So other than that restaurant in uh, Black Mirror, then, what's your favourite <laughs> vegan venue or restaurant? So you, you mentioned uh, London. Have you heard, have you been to the uh, restaurant, well, it's a takeaway, the Temple of Seatan? Do you know what? It's around the back of King's Cross, isn't it? And yes. I've seen it. I've seen, I've been past it so many times and it's never been at a time that I'm going to eat. <laughs> that's okay, so right. that's a shame. That's a real shame. <laughs> but it's it's quite it's quite pricey, so mm-hmm. it's definitely a treat meal, and, and it, it it kind of, I guess for me and any and anyone that's vegan that misses the taste of like fried chicken, they've got it almost spot on. I mean, obviously it's sea tan that's that's inside it, but the oh, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. And they do not just uh, sort of the the, the 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 mock fried chicken, but they do. Uh, especially you know this is because they close at midnight as well so if you find yourself had a few drinks okay and you want some really stodgy food they do this this don obviously it's not real donna meat it's the seatan but it's the basically a big portion of chips with all the seatan on top shaped like kebab meat and then loads of burger sauce loads of mayonnaise it's just proper junk food but it tastes so good and it's a real junk food hit fantastic i love it but i try to avoid i don't for, for two reasons because it's expensive and obviously it's very calorific as well yeah but for just a one a, an occasional treat i'll have it and they're fantastic and they even do they do about five or six different milkshakes they're very sweet i know i know they're obviously having to make them sweet because I, I presume they're using oat milk or, or something like that but fantastic like they do a biscoff one and a strawberry one uh yeah brilliant really really good it's, it's just unashamedly junk food but vegan junk food and I love it. <laughs> um, um, do a good, um, a good kebab, mate. Which one's that? Um, you know the um, oh. they, they do like the kebab strip, the, the little strip thing. They oh, do, love they, it. they do, um, they do a kebab, the don and, don and meat thing that's like um, made out of peas. It's oh, not nice. great. It, look, it looks like kebab meat, like it's just oh, come nice. off the, the leg thing. But yeah, even my daughter who isn't vegan, she was like, "That's really nice." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah oh that's good (laughs) did you know what you get you get um i don't know if you've seen this as well but you you get the trolls and a lot of them they say why why are you trying to eat meat alternatives if you if you don't like me and it's like you're completely and utterly missing the point i i I liked the taste i just don't want the cruelty that comes with it you know it doesn't mean i didn't like the taste before you know so if we can find something that tastes similar without the cruelty bingo you know but they they can't sort of wrap their hand around that concept no it's like alcohol-free beer or um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess vaping uh, as opposed to smoking, isn't it? Yeah. It's a similar idea, isn't it? You're yeah, getting completely. the taste, but without the damage. Yeah, without the damage, yeah. And not just the not, you're kind of not only the damage to you, but to, to other beings. So double, uh, yeah, double bonus. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a really good meme, and I'm trying to find it as quickly as I can for exactly that argument. <laughs> Why do vegans want their food to look like meat? For the same reason, people use dildos. Looks the same, feels the same, fill the hole, and no hearts are broken in the process. <laughs> that is perfect. Perfectly summed up. Isn't it? I love it. Uh, it's true, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I think that's a perfect note to end on um, <laughs> for this bumper episode. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah, it's been yeah. a blast. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure to be involved in. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It really has. It's been good. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed that and found something useful. If you want to get involved, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for How I a Vegan Podcast. And if you want to email us, get in touch at howivegan podcast at gmail.com.